0: Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to a special episode of Technical. Well, I say special because we are joined by uh, Tongai Chojo, the co-founder of AfriBlox. Um, He, well, I'm guessing you read the article yesterday. Um, they have been selected to be part of Techstars uh, 2021 Seattle cohort, which is probably a first for them. definitely a first for them, and a rarity for Africa. Uh, so I'm going to let them, and oh, sorry, As I've forgotten my partner in crime, Edwin Um so, you know him, me the guy takes and does all the fancy stuff uh, on the site. Um, so I'll let um, Tonga introduce himself and then we'll get into it.
1: Hello, hello. Um, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Tonga Choto. I'm the co-founder and CEO of AfriBlox, so com, uh based in Zimbabwe and in Los Angeles, uh, uh, California. Uh, AfriBlocks is a Pan-African freelance collaboration platform. And um, yeah, I guess we can, you know, we can dive into more detail and uh, this, this has been an amazing journey for us. And um, I'm more than happy to, you know, share the story with everyone else.
0: Nice. Um, so I'm going to well ask the, the, the first question that everybody loves asking is um, the, the background. How did AfterBoss come about? Um, uh, when I looked over the website and the service, I saw that it was, um, you were meeting a real need. Uh, because freelance employment in Africa is not the most common thing in the world. Um, and with the pandemic and everything being thrown out of whack, a lot of people, a lot of skilled people are out of work and Africa's system isn't really attuned to freelance work. And so you give us a bit of background on how, how the development came about and you know how Afroblocks became, um, well, became what it is now.
1: Okay, so a brief about my background. Um, I'm a software developer, and I've been in the financial technology space for the past uh, six years now. And um, I was doing software development, uh, particularly around uh, remittances, uh, cryptocurrency, and uh, money transfers. So I was working for uh, Bill Murray, uh, a company based in Washington DC. As lead software developer and uh, project manager. So you know, during that time, I'll travel a lot. Uh, you know, Kenya. Uh, Spain, the U.S., going to conferences, uh, talking about our product, and I would get almost the same reaction, you know, every time I, I mention that I'm a software developer, you know, at a conference, and they'll say, you know what, we're actually looking for someone, I have this idea, I have this project, uh, but because of time, I wasn't able to do it, and then, you know, when I'll come back here, you know, I know my peers I went to school with, uh, friends and family and colleagues, and you know, they would say, you know what, we've seen you go to this conference, can you connect me with a job, you know, which is uh, a natural, uh, you know, reaction for Zimbabweans. So I was out, initially I will say, you know what, I'll try and so forth, but then a light bulb came when I realized, you know what, I'm turning down jobs because I have no time, but they are amazing people people that are way more amazing uh, than I have, that I'd look up to and get help when, you know, I reach I see a bug in my code or something, but they did not have the same opportunities as I did. So I say, no, why not connect these two people, the software developer, the designer, that writer was looking for a job with uh, the person that I've connected with when I go, when I've gone to Washington DC, to Austin, Texas, and all these places, and that's really how I started. So the first job was really um, a translation job, and uh, you know there was someone in uh, in Austin, Texas who needed translated into the local indigenous languages. So uh, the job was done here uh, by by some of my friends, and everyone was happy. So I started, I started to just do the same thing over and over again until now, you know, <laughs> WhatsApp was too small. Then I created, you know, a landing page on uh, uh, over a weekend uh, for people to be able to register as either a freelancer or as either a client. And that kept going on and on until I was not able to handle it on my own uh, as someone who had a full-time job. So last year in uh, March 2020, that's when I said, you know what, I- let me take the leap and become founder of a startup, which was, you know, quite scary because uh, the job I, I had, I, not, I was grateful. Um, so that's that's how then AfriBlocks really came to be uh, a fully registered company based in Washington, DC. And I reached out to one of my colleagues that I'd worked with um, uh, previously, who was in uh, Roger Roman, who's based in LA. And uh, he said, you know, let's, let's become full-time founders.
0: All right. That's uh, that's that's right. yeah, that's uh that's
2: pretty interesting. That's uh that's a pretty interesting history. And I don't know, like for, for people that that might actually not know is um uh I've been following Afro blogs for a while. I think from actually 20 was it 2020? I don't know Chongai. when was it? 2020, Only 2019. Probably
1: 2019. 2019 we were just you know talking in WhatsApp group. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah 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 so just talking in WhatsApp groups just seeing what these guys doing and you know once in a while just taking part uh, in it just to get you know experience and a feel for it and it's been pretty interesting from for me as a zimbabwean as well um, but I, I i was really curious about how um, african businesses especially the zimbabwean businesses i mean they aren't really fond of taking on freelance workers they are more used to your traditional hiring for a certain period into a contract? How have you navigated a market that is uh, particularly traditional in ensuring that they can get the best skills? You know, your university graduates, your um, college graduates, um, even though they might not be, uh, even though they might be averse or unfamiliar with like freelance workers or platforms, how have you navigated that?
1: So I'm going to, you know, take a step back and kind of give the the bigger picture of uh, what we're trying to achieve. So AfriBlocks is trying to build the infrastructure for the future of work in Africa and beyond. But that we're here, artificial intelligence or term future of work, you already think about, you know, maybe Black Mirror episode or robots taking over the world. But I'm here (laughs) to tell you a different story you know, um, your new technologies are going to, you know, take jobs, but um, technological advancements are going to also create as many jobs as they kill. So by 2030, there could be a global human talent shortage of about 8.5 million people. So that means these jobs are going to be left unfilled. And the reason would be, there won't be people with those skills. So we are in Mm -hmm. a space, and 10 years is not like a long time from here. And you know, we're in a space where particularly last year when uh, you know, pre-co- pre-COVID-19, you know, 33% of the US workforce was already freelancing. And that number is expected to hit 80% uh, by the end of the decade. And what that, what, what that brings us to now is about Africa. Why is Africa the source of this uh, talent that is going to fill this impending global talent shortage? Africa is home to 1.5 uh, to 1.3 billion people, making it the largest resource of untapped professional talent. And uh, other you know, states like six of the fastest growing economies in Africa, uh, in the world uh, are based in Africa and 60% of the population in Africa is under the age of 25. So the problem now is the African freelance economy is fragmented. Um, there are a lot of issues to do with how do you receive payment for someone in in South Africa? How do you receive payment for someone in Ghana? How do you provide resources to a freelancer who's in uh, South Africa, who's in Zambia? So all of those things make it difficult to build one platform where, you know, a, a Google or any enterprise company can come and say, you know, I'd be looking for 60 people to work on this project for the next three days and be able to track... The hours that are being worked on, be able to track uh, the quality of work, and be able to complete and make a mega payment to that freelancer who's somewhere in in Gweru in Zimbabwe. So, what we said is, <clears throat> this is what we try to build. And what I've realized is, uh, because of COVID nineteen and this whole remote working from home, people are starting to become um, more, 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 you know, inclined, more confident to say, you know what this might actually work for me to get uh, a logo without meeting the designer, which has been uh, an issue on the platform. If uh, someone is in and they'll say, you know what, I want a logo and the logo is about 30, 30 USD. Then they want to meet you in town to be able to go through uh, you know, what they need. But this is something that you can literally do online and never meet someone. So it has been a learning curve. Uh, but, um, people have really that, uh, COVID-19 is very unfortunate, but that period has made a lot of people, you know, move and shift to working online. You're, I'm sure you've seen more people buying, you know, uh, setting up Wi-Fi as their, at their home, uh, making their homes, their workplaces, buying laptops, and all of that has pointed out to the fact that, uh, remote work is the future of work and people are becoming more, uh, Comfortable
2: with doing it. Yeah, 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 true. COVID has been, has been wrecking careers <laughs> over, over the past year or so, uh, but also creating new opportunities. And I, w- I would think that there's been actually uh, a bit of an influx when it comes to both people that are looking to be freelancers on your platform as well as people that are looking for jobs to be done. Through your platform, um, what for me would be interesting is maybe an idea of um, the ratios between between countries. Like, which are what's the highest number of um, what's the country with the highest number of people that are registered for freelancing on your platform, as well as what's the country with the highest um, customers for those freelancers on your platform.
1: So the, the highest freelancers are, are right now on our platform are Zimbabwe. And obviously, because I'm here and that's where the, the startup uh, is based. Um, but we have started to see more from South Africa, um, Namibia and Zambia. So those are the main countries. We, we have about seven African countries, but the places like uh, Ghana, we just have three or four people. Kenya, we have about 10 freelancers there. Um, but Zimbabwe has been the main. Then something on the client side that was interesting was the UK because we were going in like, um, like I mentioned, you know, my experience has been with the US market. So going in, we were just uh, focusing on that US market. But you know, during the processes, we we tried out uh, the UK. We tried out London, Birmingham, and the reaction was very positive. And to the extent that in in a short space of about two months, we now have more clients from the UK than from the USA, uh, which which was surprising to us. And, you know, the lesson from that was, you know, market research is always important and, uh, you know, not to make assumptions, to try out everything and then build from that. Yeah. So currently it's uh, the UK, USA, Canada, and then uh, Africa. So those are the four markets that we've been getting our clients from.
0: All right. Well, that, that's cool. Cool. Sounds like an, an, an a very expensive network. Um, and then that brings me more to now. Well, I think it's probably in two parts. The question. Um, the first is the. Um, how do you approach or well, how do you vet? Sorry. Um, potential uh freelance workers you want to put on the platform. What's that? What's that process like? Okay, so
1: currently it's a. You fill in all your details. You um, that is to do with your experience, uh, your skills, um, and you know even small things like your profile picture. We just want to maintain that that high quality brand. And from there, our team uh, we have a team of project managers that then go through uh, each and every category to look at the profile and um, reach out to the freelancer. Uh, do a small interview depending on the uh, the category you. have. Uh, say you're a software developer or you're a designer, and then you're approved as a freelancer. So we have, you know, people have registered to become freelancers on the platform, but, you know, you go on the profile, then, you know, there's not enough information about them. And, you know, I've had, I guess it has to do with, you know, the, the, the fact that freelancing is kind of new to some people as well. So maybe someone is not comfortable sharing that they do PHP and they do uh, JavaScript, but all of that helps a client make a decision. So what we had to do was create what we call the the African Freelancer Training Series. So this is a free uh, series of about six videos that just goes through uh, educating professionals on how they can create and become online uh, freelancers. So that has been the process so far. And, you know, being a startup, you learn a lot and you have to change real fast. And we still have a lot we need to, to do in our vetting processes because that's really important, uh, you know, to maintain that high quality of work. And, but we are also not saying, you know what, if you're not a good developer at this stage, we say, you know what, you cannot be on the platform. You can still, you um, gain from the resources that we have. For example, we had a partnership with Coursera last year that allowed people to um, to train uh, on Coursera. Coursera, the, the online uh, skills platform, yeah. you'll be able to take courses there for free. Uh, and we had that partnership and it just expired. Uh, it's about to expire now. But people were, were, were being able to do that. So um, I know a couple of people came back and, and were like, you know, I, I'm, now, I'm now okay with with uh, doing yet uh, projects because of the, the opportunity with Coursera and right now we're actually talking to Microsoft as well they do have free resources uh, for, for they provided uh, you know for COVID as well uh, to allow you know more, more professionals to learn so that has been the process so far and yeah we still have a lot to, to improve on it and uh, other aspects of the whole business which which is why, you know, we're looking for help with, uh, which is why Techstars is really a huge deal for us. Because uh, apart from the funding, you go through a 13-week, a, a you know, process where they're just giving you, um, you're meeting entrepreneurs, experts, mentors, uh, investors, and all of them are just looking at your business and recommending things to improve, recommending things to change, recommending someone you can talk to who can help with, a single aspect of your business so that's why Techstars has been really really uh a huge jump for us and we appreciate it
0: because yeah, when i when i when i um you know seeing on social media after we had published a lot of people like you know this is fantastic for the zim um startup ecosystem like you know sort of putting us on the map that you know one of our owners out there doing it on, on, on the biggest stage we'll get we'll get to text in a little bit i wanted to ask more on the business model because um. The one thing I want, like, the one thing that jumped out to me when I was going through AfroBlox website, and actually, not listening, I'll be leaving the links for uh, the, the, the skills course and the website so you can check it out for yourself in the comments. Um, but getting back onto the point, um, um, the one thing that jumped out to me when it, when it came to AfroBlox is the project management element. So, you know, it, for me, when I was looking at it, I was like, like, this feels like if I'm an employer, the people who are going to come, when we need to get from afroblocks afroblocks isn't is as invested in the project as 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 we are they want to see it succeed so that shows a level of commitment i just want to say how did that like how did you guys come up to that because i i was looking around for other freelance platforms and i didn't see that element into it and maybe i'm living under a rock but it was fascinating so how did you come about to that and how do you manage um all of that how big is the project management team and, and all okay so um what happened with
1: that was like really interesting. And um, I think I can take that as a lesson as well to, you know, anyone who's listening. Um, we really were trying to understand what made that first buyer, those first 10 uh, clients who came to our platform actually say, you know what, I'm parting with my $150 to this platform. Mm-hmm. So we sent out questionnaires to them to say, you know what, why... Uh, What made you use our platform and what would make you use it again? And this was happening without, uh, you know, I didn't realize it until we did that survey. Um, Because, you know, as as I mentioned, like earlier, on, it was just me uh, talking to clients and everything. And um, what they appreciated was, you know, um, I gave feedback. You know, I remember there was a client who came in looking for a website uh, designer. And then, uh, you know, after the call, we reached the conclusion that what they really needed was a graphics designer, you know, because, you know, as a client, maybe you don't really know what you're looking for. And I can, I can understand, you know, we, we take this for gun trade, you know, people in the tech space, um, when you say you want a website and it should be WordPress, people don't know the difference between WordPress and 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 uh, Shopify and Squarespace, they need guidance. They need to be handheld through the process. And that's something that we were doing earlier on. You know, we'd say, if you use Squarespace, these are the advantages. If you use WordPress, these are the advantages and disadvantages. This is the pricing. This is how long it will take. So here is the proposal. Take a look at it and give us the feedback. So the clients really like that. They say, you know what, when I go to, you know, bigger platforms, I get there and I, I search you know, for a website and I get greeted with a million profiles of faces of people that are saying, I'm good, I'm great. But then I don't, I'm not even really sure um, if, if this person or that person is what I'm looking for. So what we did now was, you know what, you give us what you need, we send you a proposal and we recommend three best people that you can work with you choose what you want to work with. Some people were, were to, to, uh, to date, some people were like, you know what, just give me one person, it's fine. I don't even want to, to go through their, their resume or CV to, to try to understand where they went to school or I just want a good job done. So that's how the project management piece uh, started. And then I say, you know what, let's, let's place a project manager for each category. Right now we have about five major categories and each and every category has a project manager. So we have a team of about seven, that's just waiting for jobs that come in and literally calling the client, understanding what they need, going back on the drawing board, giving them a proposal, the pricing, the timeline. Uh, If it's something like a virtual assistant, we give you three people that best fit your needs. And what also, it also helped on this side as well, because when someone posts a job on the website, probably maybe Edwin is 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 sleeping, cause you know he had a long day. So he's not able to respond to that job at that time because of the time zones issue. Uh, like right now, um we have clients who are 10 hours behind. So that means uh right now it's 2 a.m that side and you know you cannot talk to them right now. Mm. So so project managers help with that. Project managers help with, you know, the unfortunate issues we might have. Maybe someone doesn't have data at the point at that time. So they're not able to to receive that notification on their email. So we have WhatsApp groups where we also, you know, post these jobs. Because one thing that we're really trying to do is not, um, is built for us. Because we know the challenges that we have. We know that you can wake up in this, there's, no, there's no Zesa, but you have no access to your laptop, but you have access to your WhatsApp. Which is a pretty Zimbabwean and African thing, if I may put it that way. Yeah. So we actually post jobs to the groups as well, so that you know no one is left out. Because like what what I'm, like what I mentioned is, people are not getting enough opportunities, but they are talented and they're skilled. So we want to bring those opportunities to our freelancers and our community. So that's really how the project management piece started, and we're looking to keep expanding on that. Um, because uh, you know again we use that customer feedback to ask like why did you use our platform and why would you
0: keep using it interesting I like that um, getting the word from the customer actually helps you inform how to build a better product and that's a, that's a fascinating approach to it um, one that I'm pretty unfamiliar with because it seems like everything is built from a development standpoint and then forward um, but the, the on the flip side of this we talked about um, uh, the the, the, the project management and the freelance workers that come onto the platform. How about the clients? I was reading on your website that you say when you're managing um, a project or help managing a project for a client, um, they only pay for the work that they approve. Um, was there something else that you came through with the survey process or was this a part of the learning curve of you know what, we are trying to ensure that you get the very best. So if it doesn't meet your standard, then you know what, you don't have to pay for it.
1: Yeah, so um, with that, we actually, you know, made another change as well. Um all payments are now upfront and they get into an escrow uh system with AfriBlocks. Um, the reason being it protects both the freelancer and the client. Uh if if uh the the, the client is not happy with the job, uh right now at this early stage we we'll, we're refunding the full amount. Uh you're not happy with the project, you're not happy with the website. So the website is still on our server and you know it's okay. Um, we, we appreciate the feedback and we also ask, why are you not happy? What can we change? Uh, we've had a client who said, you know what, I, the website is great and everything, but I'm not really liking it. And then we asked, what would what you want changed? Then we assigned another designer and now they're happy. So that that feedback loop really helps. Uh, we haven't had anyone who you know, said, refund me all my money or something like that. Mm. But um, it helps with the freelancers, well, you know, because now people work on the platform. And they, have, once they complete the job, and they have that peace of mind because they know the payment is already with Afri with the free blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, So when I complete my job, I'm getting paid, and uh, that's that also helped us. You know, if you doing that deposit issue, is really difficult because you know a logo you're doing is thirty dollars and. There are probably like 60 jobs going on on the platform at any given point, and now you have to pay deposits and you have to track all that. So just say, "What when you finish the job, you get your payment." Um, and uh, when the client, uh, that's why those proposals are, are important, and that's why the project manager is important because you know we haven't had that, but I can foresee as a case where the client is just saying, "You know what, I'm not happy." Then we're like, "But this is why we agreed." This was what on the what was on the proposal. This is what you approved. You said you wanted the website to be green and it's green. So um, the job is complete, you know. Yeah. So uh, that's really how we have been handling it so far. And again, all of these things we'll, we'll keep updating and learning as we get the data and information from our customers and our ongoing customer engagements efforts.
0: Alex, yeah. Uh... It's not comprehensive. Like, um, uh, it's it, it feels like a learning process the whole way through. And yeah, that's, that's that's something I really hear of. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm living under a rock. As I said before. Um, um. So to the well again to the last question. When it comes to clients, are there any clients you have at present who are now you know return visitors? Guys who just come back and say, "Listen, we want this done. We go after blocks." Do you have anyone you can speak on who's uh, who you can now say you know we've got these guys in the pen there. You know um comfortably one of our own so you uh, kind of skipped there oh sorry i was saying, um are there any clients now who say you know we go to afroblocks for um you know if you want something done we go to Afroblocks. if they, they have something for us you have clients not want to return visitors or frequent customers
1: yes uh one thing that was interesting was the the model we used um you know the bulk of our revenue is generated through software and website development jobs Um, And this was great because it gave us an opportunity to upsell cross category and get recurring revenue for services like social media management, uh, virtual assistants. Um, And that was really helpful because now, uh, actually, when we reach out to clients after the job is done for the website, we're like, um, congratulations on your website. We also offer the services for um, that can help, you know, with your business going forward, we can help with marketing, you can help with social media, you can help with, you know, creating videos that you might need to share with customers. So this has allowed us to get about 46% of our customers having done at least two jobs uh, on the platform. Um, and we, we are looking to keep, you know, focusing on that because that provides recurring revenue. revenue. Um, we have people who are paying per month for services like... Um, virtual assistants, uh, social media management. And um, this, that, that really helped us a lot uh, in terms of, you know, having, because the thing with something like a logo, it's, it's one time, you know, you get it done and it's done. But with these other things, it allowed us to keep having relationships and to keep growing on that. And, you know, once, once that person who, who has used our platform and they know we understand their business, it's easier for them to come back with another thing they need done, as opposed to going and starting to explain to someone else totally new to tell them what their business is about. Um, yeah, so that, that's really what has helped us thus far.
0: Fantastic, um, glad to hear it. Um, well, it's, it's, again, it's one of those things in my head that I always say um, for startups, especially when I look at this involvement sphere, it's it's difficult to get repeat customers i I've, I've heard of very few startups that you know get repeat customers. It's just these sporadic people come here and they're trying to um you know get business where they can, but to build those actual relationships with uh yeah with clients is is, is one of the difficult things so yeah, i'm I'm glad you guys are working out sure sure yeah um
1: yeah, we're really trying to build you know um something that is sustainable, something that you know remains long after you know, we're gone and people keep using that. And that's just uh, for for the Zimbabwe tech ecosystem as well as for Africa as a whole. So we really are going to have an uh, aggressive expansion uh, strategy across um, the continent. Uh, because as I was saying, like, we're trying to get ahead of that uh, global mm-hmm. impending uh, skills and talent shortage. And we think we're uniquely positioned um, to make AfriBlox the rails that power the future of work in Africa and beyond.
2: All right, great, great. Uh, it's, it's, it's cool. And, uh, and yeah, this, it, it looks like this is like um, a massive opportunity being like part of the uh, Techstars court program The platform has a stellar record. They have raised over 11 billion US dollars in funding for over 2000 startups, and 85% of which are either active or have been actually acquired. So um, what is the mindset or headspace or expectations uh, as you head in the program? Yeah, so the expectation is to learn, to learn
1: and connect. With as many people as possible, um, because these resources are being given to us, uh, entrepreneurs, mentors, uh, alumni, members. You know, we've gone through the program before. Um, investors, community leaders, corporations. All of these help uh, accelerate our growth. Uh, I guess that's why it's an accelerator, because they really do that. Um, like we started um on Monday. Uh, you know, before that we were just you know doing preparations, but we started on Monday, and those three days were like pegged with resources. People were just saying, "I'm here um to help you, you know. so that will really help us, and um we we were working hard. and you know the the thing that we were asked, you know one of the things that we were asked during the the interview because we went through an interview process, uh, it was um you because know, they accept about 1% of applicants. Um, so uh, they narrow down to 10 companies a year. So this is uh, Texas Seattle and the managing director, um, Isaac Kato, uh, is the one who, you know, saw us on a, we did a presentation um, uh, in LA um, and we we're talking about a company. Then he saw us there, actually was my co-founder who presented there and uh, he's saying, you what, you can apply, then we applied. And we went through this this process where they were asking about our business, asking about our story, um, asking about how to achieve and how we managed to, you know, get into the program. So now that we're here, um, you know, we're just here to learn and to grow as fast uh, as possible. Then uh, by the end of April, we should be able to be, you know, a totally different company. Um, which is something that you know, Textas does to companies. Like you can go in with this, uh, with this picture in mind, and come in a totally different company because you have been given all these uh, opinions with industry experts. Um, and I was I was really glad about that because before that we actually actively raising our, our pre seed capital, and um, I saw how difficult it was, and to just have someone or in the, an organization gives you those resources um, upfront, just say, you know what, this is our network, make use of it is really,
2: really, uh, you know, amazing. And we're grateful for that. Mm, Fantastic. And and it is quite an opportunity there when it comes to uh, the extra funding that you're gonna be getting for the platform. Um, But also what would it mean uh, to you as well as the avenues that you feel it could also open for the Zim startup ecosystem, because I mean, it's one of those whereby we are like, <laughs> I mean, we can also reach for the stars and probably get into, uh, get such opportunities. So, so as for you, like um, which, which opportunities, which avenues do you think such um, such a program then opens up for the Zim startup scene.
1: Yeah, I think all of this um, is amazing for the Zimbabwean, uh, you know, startup uh, ecosystem, and it all amounts to, you know, validation. Because once um, a program, which is like Techstars, a world-renowned program with all this success, with over two thousand companies, with over twenty-six billion uh, market cap. Um, says, you know what, we want to work with this startup in Zimbabwe, you know, it just changes the whole conversation. It makes, you know, someone who wasn't invested somewhere say, you know what, I'm, I'm skeptical about Zimbabwe because I don't know much about it. But once, you know, a huge platform like that validates that, you know, we can work with this company and we can assist them, it makes other people, you know, it, it doesn't happen overnight but all of this is, is progress and it's positive and, you know, we welcome it. And, you know, one thing that we, we, we have learned so far at Texas is about the gift first mentality um, where, you know, you're, you're always out there helping others as well, helping the entrepreneur. So I'm open, you know, to, to, you know, talking to someone who is a startup, wants advice, someone who wants to, to say, you know what, how to we get here and how can I also build something that has, uh, you know, a global uh, reach and global scale. So I'm, I'm open to that because that's one thing that, you know, we really have learned, uh, you know, in those, in those few days, because all of these people who are helping us are either have um, gone through the program before or they just want to help because of that give first mentality as opposed to, you know, always asking and asking you know, for, for help and advice. So, um, yeah, this, this, this is great for the, for the, for the Zimbabwean tech space. And um, I hope, you know, more investors and more, more entrepreneurs, you know,
0: uh, take on this opportunity. Oh, well, uh, we hope that um, all budding entrepreneurs can reach out to you um, and actually have travel blocks as a platform, um, especially if you've got a skilled programmer, writer, designer, you know what. Uh, like I said before, I'll leave everything in the comments below. If you want to go check it out for yourself. Um, I'd like to thank Tungai for, you know, sparing time in his busy schedule uh, to have this conversation. Um, we're really proud that you guys have been selected for this. Uh, massive congratulations. Um, we wish you all the very best. Um um, and you know, uh, learn as much as you can, uh, and, uh, come back and, you know, knock them dead. Um, so everyone was you know, listening, uh, for me, uh, my partner in crime, Edwin, uh, and from Togai. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll see you next time.
1: Okay. Goodbye. Thank you.
0: Cheers.